Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And, and mine uh, Whoa, my name is Emily. Wow. And uh my my no dose and my Gatorade just kicked in, so <laughs> uh I think we just neither of us remembered who went first last week. Agreed. <clears throat> we were just in a deadlock. Yep. It was one of those classic like Mexican standoffs. It's like the you hear the the music in the background. The spaghetti the western weave. music. The what? The spaghetti yep. western music, the tumbling tumbleweeds. Oh, yeah. Yes. Some random dude with an excellent mustache comes out of nowhere. Not me. Fantastic but. hats, too. Yep. So, uh, what's up? How's it going? Oh, it's going. I got, um, oh, I got, a uh, this little guy. Is- Ooh. I finally got one. A listener of the show, Marty, uh, sent, well, I bought this from Marty. It is the Fender Tenor Telecaster. I finally, after literal years, got one. Yeah, you've been, yeah, you've been looking for that for a very long time. I've been gassing and I, I'm enjoying it. It's a fun little, fun little boy. Good. Yeah, I've been just, um, I love it so much. It weighs nothing. It's so tiny. And I'm very happy with it. Good. Like a long time. I think, I feel like Marty started messaging us like last summer that he was going to sell this, but he just had to get back to like where it was or something. Like he had to take care of some other stuff first. And um, now it's mine. Well, thanks, Marty. Thank you, Marty. That's going to make my what's new that much more bitter. Oh, I'm sorry. I have another what's new. Do it. Because I've also been playing it through the Caroline Corporation. uh, (laughs) Their newest Hawaiian pizza. It's the fuck Putin piece of shit. Yep. It's a... Sounds great through my Benson. I'll bet. Sounds like freedom. Sounds like this, this, this fuzz kills fascists. So. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, play with some demonic machine, play with the divine chorus. That's what I'm going to do. Cause the demonic machines, one of their, um, slogans has something to do with the kills fascists, which is, uh, uh, saying that Woody Guthrie would say he'd write on his guitar. This machine kills fascists, which is where that slogan comes yep. from. Yep. Well, to uh, to world leaders out there who you know invade countries with very little or next to no true reason for actually invading them, uh, I say to you, no, don't do it. Bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, still can't believe Bush got away with it. But anyways, um. Or Sorry, I wasn't equivocating. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're not talking about American imperialism. This is a guitar podcast. It's the pot calling the kettle black. But 
So be it. Anyways, <laughs> back to guitars. Uh, my what wasn't again. Be- everyone thinks I'm the political one. I didn't bring it up. I just I I, I don't like war. <laughs> I can't help it. I uh, very very strictly in the uh, can we just be friends camp at this point in world history. Like, there's no reason why we can't be like. Well, we've all collectively got enough resources for us to all live decently. Why can't we just move towards a system of you know? Are you pining for a new world order? Kind of, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh God, this is just so. Uh, why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> so I That's went to Bellingham point. last week. Yeah. Um. That's a place up in um north. That's that's basically the the Canadian the border, mediumish city to Canada from in Washington. It's a lovely yep. town, college town. It is a very lovely college town with plenty of breweries, great eats, and great hiking. Uh, I, I dare say the the closest thing I'll experience to um, blissful utopia. But uh, yeah, no, I went to a, there's a music shop down there called uh, Champlin Guitars, and hey, Dev Devlin's Devin 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 Devlin Devin. I am so out of it. I I, I feel bad, but I'm blanking really hard right now. Uh, but I poked my head in the shop. And I'm like, yeah, I just. We were on our way to go get dinner, and I just happened to see the shop. Uh, they had moved um, since the last time I was there. So it's just like one of those, like, wait a minute, that's. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in there real quick, and not gonna buy anything. Not gonna just gonna quick in and out peruse. And next thing I know, I've I've got this guitar in my hands, plugging it into an AC30, and going. I thought, I thought you were gonna say walking out with it. <laughs> no, I didn't get it, but I. I wanted to, but I, I, I couldn't justify spending one G. Join on our Patreon so Andrew can afford this <laughs> guitar. Uh, it was a late 90s um, Japanese-made Fender Mustang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a list as mac and cheese orange. It just looked kind of like competition orange with the, the red racing stripes, white pickguard. And purportedly was owned, uh, formerly owned by a member of Taco Cat, is what I was told. Oh. So, I <laughs> we opened for Taco Cat once. It was a really great show. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it, it looked super sweet. It was going for you know nine hundred ninety nine. And uh, I'm sorry, it's just the funniest thing that like a member of Taco Cat is like they're really cool. They're a cool yep. band. That that has like selling power. That's neat. That's what I was told. Yeah. It. it uh, by the dude at the counter, he's like, "Oh yeah, this is owned by a member of Taco Cat." Which member? He didn't say. I didn't ask. <laughs> so, uh, noodled on it for a minute, um, and realized I was like, "I'm just going to play a couple quick notes. I want to get a feel for the neck." Neck felt super comfortable, and uh, I was going to start playing a bit more, but a combination of one, my hunger and to my realization that if I played it for much longer, I was going to make a decision that I really shouldn't have made. So I put it back and walked away. But it was fun. Neat little How guitar. You try to find live pictures of. No, I tried. I, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Yeah. That's, that's another thing. Like, unless it's one thing to say somebody like has owned a guitar, mm-hmm. but like, especially with somebody from an indie band, but unless they like played it in pictures from like big shows that you can see. I 
It's a weird thing to advertise. I don't know. Like, play it, like, normally you would be like, play it on their KEXP session. That's funny. Right. That's just so funny. I got a kick out of it. But it was, it was a fun guitar to play on. And uh, I, Well, someday. Because it looks like the guy in Taco Cat often plays like a Rev Star looking thing, which is neat. I love Rev Stars. Yeah, I can't find a photo of it on the uh, on their Instagram, and they don't have like a website like with active inventory. Yeah. Well, I sent you a photo of it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think the singer's name is Emily. It was a handsome guitar. Yeah, it was really nice looking. All right, I got a photo on my phone. Most of the pictures of her are just like her with a tambourine. All right, let's see if this will come through. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fairly pretty. It's the same orange as your um, Jennings back there. It's pretty darn close, yeah. Yeah. So. You go to Taco Cat Guitar and you still just get a bunch of pictures of tacos as with cat heads and tails. It's pretty great. Well, another day. Another day. Another day. Yes. I will just I think by the time I'm like retired, my house will just be completely filled with orange things. Mm. Mine will be filled with guitars. Well, the rate like, you're going. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm still hoping to get one of those meteor bases, and it's um going to be a little bit of time. According those are so sick. I think the bases look a lot better than the guitars. I don't Agreed. know why. It's, it's just like a balance thing. Yep, I just, they look more balanced. It's such a beefy body. Yeah, having the the beefy strings and the beefy neck on it just looks better. Balance. I agree. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, fitting. I'd love to get it in April, but I don't think it's going to happen um, mm. because I'm going on tour in May. So I think it's just going to be the Mustang and um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I should have a backup base, mm -hmm. but I don't know if that's going to happen. I should talk to um, Fender and see what, what can happen. Sure. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, worst case scenario, like if it shows up late, like I, I, I know someone that could take care of it. What? What? No, I mean, I'm still going to demo it. Just temporarily. I'll borrow it for a weekend. Yeah, you're, you can borrow things. <laughs> you're allowed to borrow. You borrow things all the time. I know. Oh, man. Now I'm looking at the Yamaha website. <clears throat> Speaking of Yamaha. Today was this this week was uh what a week for delay pedals, 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 pedals. Uh yeah, it was a delay pedal bonanza this week. It uh, was like I Well, I, I knew all those things were coming, I just didn't know the when for all of them. And it seems like they all like uh, I have a hard time maybe I'm just a conspiracist. I had a hard time believing that that was all just coincidental. 
I wonder if like the first company released it, the other company company was like, uh, we should rush our release tomorrow. No, absolutely no? not. If anything, they were like, ah, fuck. That's my guess. Well, like the thing is like th- these releases are planned so far in advance. There's right. no way you can just like change it on the fly. If anything, like I, 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 I think there were some demo artists on both and they had to ask some of them to like not be on both. Mm. That's my understanding. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's my understanding of something that actually did maybe happen because I know that there was, there were some demo artists who were supposed to be on both and, uh, I did not see them do a launch for the second pedal on launch day. Maybe it's just going to be a delayed, oh. <laughs> a delayed launch of their demo. Yeah. But like you, because because you don't want like that's that's almost like stealing your thunder in a way, and you don't sure like, that sucks. Like, I mean, here you are one. The Line 6 Mark II, like, like this seemingly came out of nowhere. There were hushed, like, rumors that the Mark One was, like, being um, sunsetted. Like, yeah. so people were like, oh, my God, they're not going to make the DL4 anymore. Oh, people are freaking out. Losing the minds. I mean, I knew a Mark II was coming. I, I, was, I was seeing people like buying multiple of them, waiting for them to go out of stock and no longer in production so they could flip them. And to them, I say, <laughs> <laughs> so you get for trying to take advantage of other people. Yeah. So I was trying to tell people like, uh, don't relax, relax, calm down, calm, calm down. Yep. Yeah. Relax a doodle, my poodle. I knew the Mark II was coming. So, um, but I didn't know exactly when. I found I figured out when. Um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that one because like it's it is a little bit smaller. Yep. You know, the pictures that were leaked looked so bad in comparison to yeah. How it actually looks, which is fine. I I I don't blame them for not they I think they could have made it look a lot better, but a part of the appeal of the DL4 has always been that it's just this big ugly bastard. So, I don't blame them for not moving away from that. Yeah, but I think that like the the leaked pictures in like Guitar World or whatever didn't do yeah, any yeah. favors. No. I mean, it certainly made people talk about it. Yeah, and then when oh, it's the released, like, oh, it's it's not really very ugly in compared comparison to those pictures. In comparison to the pictures, I, I think it could look better, but at the end of the day, it's going to be iconic no matter what. So yeah, I mean, you I, can't really make it that much smaller with four foot switches and have it still be functional. Um, and like, I feel like I appreciate that they didn't try to make it some like. Um, aesthetic that's like trendy now because that would just end up making it look dated in a different way. Like it, sure, it looks very like the original DL4. I think looks very of its era. Yep. And I think this this looks 
like a, a certain homage of that era with a slight modern touch, but I don't. I wouldn't say timeless either. But it certainly doesn't look like today modern, which I think right. means it's not going to look dated in, you know, five years. It's yeah. I mean, it's very on brand. It's going to be very instantly recognizable for better or for worse. And uh, I, at the end of the day. I'm just wondering how long it's going to take for modders to be like, all right, here's your foot switch replacement modification for 180 bucks. <laughs> so, yeah, it's only a matter of time. It really well, I imagine is. they would have had like at this point, they would have updated the foot switches to be better with the, the V2. But what do you mean? Oh, the, the V1 was notorious for foot switches just being Garbo and oh, yeah. going out after a period of time. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot of, you don't think uh, those have been fixed? I would hope that they would be fixed. Uh, but if they're not, there's there's going to be say, some, man. Wow. some modders out there ready to jump, ready to pounce. Yeah, because those got rehoused a bit, didn't they? Some got rehoused. Some just got the foot, foot switches replaced. Some of them got um, some other modifications done for like, I, I can't remember what the output was, if it was expression or MIDI or what, or like tap out or something. So a global um, clock tap among the other changes. I, well, there are all of the original, uh, delay settings that we know and love. Yep. Along, Tweeze. <laughs> along with, uh, new settings, new delays and mm-hmm. like 16 hidden reverbs. I wonder, I honestly haven't looked too closely. I wonder if they've got any of the, uh, the verbzilla alg- algorithms in there. That'd actually be pretty cool. I don't know. Um, Those things were bricks. Have you ever held it like a, a Verbzilla? No, I've never held a Verbzilla. The actually, the Lensix me... Verb, Verbzilla. It's the like the Boss Compact style unit that they did. Yeah, I've held one of those. I've looked. I'm They're looking, I looked so freaking heavy. Yeah. They just, they look like plastic. How were they, how were they, how? I, don't, uh, I think maybe it was like a die cast enclosure, like custom die cast enclosure, if I remember correctly, but maybe I'm wrong. I just, like, I vividly remember the last time I picked one up going, you could do some damage with this and it'd probably <laughs> still work. Yeah. Do not throw through windows. Uh, let's so there's see. some like n- like beautiful and like in a cheesy kind of way kind of algorithms in that unit that yeah. I'd love to see built in as hidden on that V2. The power source of the DL4 Mark II is nine volts. Oh, now now we're talking. Yes, no more special power supply. That's one of the big reasons I really never used a DL4. Yep, and I like I've got like eight of like the DL4 conversion like barrel conversions it's like sitting in my my bag of uh miscellaneous patch and power cables <laughs> nice that yeah. ugly red end on it yeah um let's see what else it has a an a mic instrument and in. that's pretty neat interesting all right microphone in that could be fun I think that will be fun, honestly. Uh, and then MIDI, of course, stereo ins and out. I think stereo ins. I want to see more singers with pedal boards for their microphone. I'm just going to say it. 
I mean, you got the mall, and now you have the. Yep. Um, well, you just need one at the front, and then you can run whatever through it. Exactly. So, like, you can have that. Like, you just need one. I mean, I want to get a vocoder really badly. Welcome to 2022. It's the year of the singer's pedal board. We've announced this at the end of Q1. (laughs) You're already behind. We're like the opposite of car companies who are releasing their 2024 models right now. Oh my God. With zero in stock. Oh, geez. They'll arrive eventually. Give us $50,000 deposit. Been trying to buy a car. Hmm. We'll figure it out. My condolences. Yo. Yes. Okay. So many, so many struggles. People are so testy in the world. That's what I've learned. I'm just trying to just vibe. Yeah. I've been testy. I spent. Uh, So hopefully this week um, people will see my line six catalyst 100 amp. Speaking of line six, that thing is fun. Mm -hmm. Like also, like I know we already talked about the catalyst a bit. I didn't realize that the amps on it, all the amp sounds are unique to the catalyst. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like somebody on TikTok was like, I want to hear the sounds, how they compare to the, the HX stomp or the pod go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, that could be fun. I was talking to Matt at, at Yamaha guitar group. He's like, Oh no, they're all unique. I'm like, Whoa. Interesting. And my fate, like there's one uh, amp sound on there called boutique. It sounds great. That with a little bit of spring reverb and like a slapback echo. I'm geeking with that. My next show on April 6th. I'm that's what I'm doing. All right. You've got yeah. my attention. Yeah, I'm doing it. It's going to get loud enough. So that's what I'm going to be gigging with um, at the tractor on April 6th for the John Prine tribute night. It's a little bit of little bit of show promo. Um, have a little, and then I could just like have a smaller board because I'll already have my reverb and delay. So I'll have a probably a little phaser action, a little, uh, yep. volume pedal, um, and maybe like a chorus pedal. There we go. It's just Beautiful. John Prime. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then like two days later after Lion six announced the Mark, uh, the uh, deal for Mark two, Something that has been like a literal meme on the internet and then finally became a real thing got announced. That was announced a few months ago and finally came out. The Roland Boss Space Echo compact version and the new Big Boy. There's a a bigger version that Andy Andy from Pedalboard of the Day demoed the bigger one. And um, William John Bennett the third. I think demo the compact one. I might have those backwards. I'm sorry, guys. But like, no, I think you got that right. Boss in Canada, like they have, they're a lo- little bit better about getting out to a small, small, small pedal build, small demo artist. So Canada. And like, if you look, just look at, the, just look at the, who did the demos and you'll sure. see Canada and Australia and the UK Australia. have more demos than US artists. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Australia, somebody put like a bag of Tim Tams on my desk yesterday, and I'm so happy about it. Did you I thing? I've heard those are great, but I'm are, phenomenal. Are they, are they like a Kit Kat? Yes and no. Okay. Like similar form factor, different filling. 
significantly better in every like every level. So the space echo. Yes. Let's <laughs> talk about it. It's spacey and it echoes. So uh, it's the RE2 and the RE202. The two is obviously the uh, compact, but both have stereo ins and outs. So that's pretty neat. Just depends on how much control you want. It really does. Um, do you favor control over, you know, compactness? Uh, you know, it's interesting that they went the 202 route instead of using their like 200 series uh, enclosure. Yep. It almost I agree. Like, it almost has like the night sky, the Strymon night sky look to it. Though it's a lot more handsome. I really love the 202's like aesthetic. I like it a lot. It reminds me of honestly it reminds me of how people would lay out um the 20 series for uh, rehousing. Mm, yeah. It's honestly what it reminds me of. Probably not an accident. Uh, it's like, hey, so if this is what people end up doing with our stuff, yeah, you know, rehousing it, maybe just give the people what they want. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's this is classic. Th- this whole series then is like seems to be classic. We'll give the give people, people what, they, what want. they want. Yes. Yep. Listening to your customers seems like it pays off. You know. Oh yeah. Um, like the hype has been real. I, I hope that they're seeing. You know results from it yeah i'm not gonna lie i want one. Oh wow those foot switches are angled at like yep that almost looks like 40 i can't really get a read but it looks like between 30 and 45 degrees angled uh up huh it's interesting it looks very ergonomic well the 202 looks like it's got the full layout options that the uh the original 201 had yeah so like very almost identical yeah panel which i think is really neat totally they they say it's it's a very true um like like identical sounding is is what roland slash boss is saying for the 202 sure i mean that's a very bold claim very bold uh, but I also admittedly have never played a 201 uh, in real life to compare it to. And there's so much variation with what a 201 could sound like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's fair. I'd rather have. Honestly, if I was in a studio, I'd probably rather have a 202 and just call it a day. Yeah, studio. T- it depends. Like, I don't use a ton of delay. Um with like Sunday Crush. And if mm-hmm. I use delay, typically like the delay and Foster Wallace, uh, just something that can like self oscillate and like get a little bit weird when I want it to be like, that usually is like plenty for, for me and what I'm doing with Sunday Crush. Uh, for now, that might change with like the new record. Um, but if I was doing something more ambient or shoegazy or Lots of other. Oh god, that's so beautiful. I'm just sorry. I just keep looking at it. Mm-hmm. Such a great green. Um, I can 
I think I would prefer the compact live, yeah. But like if you're doing a lot of stuff, really ambient soundscapes on a board, yeah, I can see wanting the bigger one. Um but depends. Not. So if if I if I was running like a 20 pedal pedals on a board, I'd go compact. If I was running 3, I'd go for the big guy. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. I don't have a super large board as you know, like it's it's big ish, but it's not it's not as it's not the biggest that they sell. <laughs> it's not as big as they come. Yeah. Yeah, I think the photos make it look bigger than it'd be in person. Uh Sweetwater has dimension. So let's uh let me pull that up. It's RE two oh two. Come on, come on, come on. Cause this looks like this would be just a little bit larger than the enclosure we did for Mount Hood. I think it'd be a lot bigger. I think it'd be closer in size to the Line 6 Bark 2. That, the 202 is $400. Um, the Line 6 Mark II, DL4 Mark II is $300. And the uh, I think the two the RE2 is 250 Let's see. <clears throat> the dimensions are, it's eight inches wide and five and a quarter inches deep. All right. So. Eight inches I wide. I figured out how to use this chair. All right, yeah, so that is pretty wide. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I've got the mount hood here, which is at four and a half inches wide, so eight inches would be... Ta-da, that much... That's eight inches where my middle finger is. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty hefty. Pretty big. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I saw the DL4 Mark II pulled up. I do. That's 9.25 inches wide. That's huge. And um, four and a half inches deep. So it actually is less. The the, the DL4 isn't as deep, but mm -hmm. it's longer. And they weigh close enough to the same. The height of the DL4 is two inches. They're about the same height, too. So. Okay, so the deal four is just a little bit wider. About two inches. Yeah. Uh, it's also got an extra foot switch on there. Yeah, that, that'll that do it. Because you, yep. you don't want to cramp the foot switches. Like, I have small feet, and even I get cramped up on foot switches if they're too close together. Like, I'm a size six and a half in women's. That If, if, if you can imagine that in men's, it'd be a four and a half. So... So this is tiny. tiny you know tiny. what they say about small feet? Crowded foot switches. I was going to say small shoes. Uh, my size is always available on, on the sale rack. That's what I say. Well, that's one way to look at it. Also, I fall over all the time. Just terrible balance. Terrible balance. Embarrassing. I embarrass myself all the time with all the falling over. Oh, that's annoying. All right. 
So can I um can I vent for a second? Yeah. I'm I'm annoyed, and maybe I'm. Tell me if I'm unjustified here. Uh, I'm annoyed that. Uh, so you know, tragic breaking news is that Taylor Hawkins has passed. Uh, yeah, uh, that really has messed me up. Yeah, I'm. I loved him so much. Like that. He was my first like rock and roll celebrity crush. Like I just loved the energy he emitted like so much and I never really stopped loving him. I think. Yeah. I'm not doing great with it, but the, uh, the, the part that I'm frustrated with and I, and I wanted either confirmation or affirm or either affirmation or uh, a pushback here. The Colombian report, police released his toxicology report to the public a day after the Foo Fighters statement said, please respect our privacy. I don't know what, so so I know that in some places there are like public information laws. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't know if they have those there that are just kind of like that, where that might just be public information. Maybe. But also, To be clear, other than the marijuana, a lot of people who have chronic pain might have all those drugs in their system. Yep. Because, so so just just to be clear, that toxicology report's not a cause of death. No. Um, Could it mean he was using drugs illicitly? Sure. Um, it more likely means uh, he was on pain medications. Uh, you know, being a drummer is really hard on your body, like your hips and stuff, especially at that age. And it's not uncommon to have, you know, pain. And um, if you've had hip pain, and I have at 32, it is unbearable Um you cannot get comfortable when you have hip pain. Sure. And um, it, it, if you look at people like like the death of Heath Ledger, that was an accidental death with completely legal drugs that were prescribed to him by different doctors who just weren't talking to each other. Sure. And but um, my the, point is we shouldn't have to have this conversation, yeah, in I my know. opinion. There, there, there shouldn't have been a, a vague report that media like teams you can take and run with it and say it was a dog okay i know i want to scream and shout and i get it i get it i don't know what their laws are um because if they're not releasing that then that's just extra fuel to the fire also for like the people who are saying he died because he got a booster of the vaccine there's a lot, there's a lot. And it's just, there's, it's a no win. Unfortunately, I just don't think that there's a win here because it's just such a tragic, terrible thing that happened. I think everybody's speculating that it was a booster or like, like whatever they're speculating should just stop. I, I think it should be private. I think we should let the family uh, and the, the yeah. bandmates do what they need to do in, in private and give them their, give them their space. This is just a terrible thing that's happened. I yep. feel so bad for his family 
I feel so bad for Dave. I feel like he and Taylor were especially close and Dave having yep. to go through this again and Pat having to go through this a third time. Yeah. Um, because he went through it with the germs. He went through it with Nirvana and now he's going through it again. Um, I think Dave said that one time when Kurt overdosed, he got a call that Kurt had died and then he got another call a little bit later that said just actually he's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And now he always waits for that second phone call. Like how much would that mess you up? Like he was very young when that happened. Um, yeah. I don't know how, how you kind of grow from that. Like I, I, I therapy. Well, yeah. It's, tra therapy it's traumatic. Can, it's traumatic. Um, it's, there's no other way to put it. And that's one of the reasons that like, I love I'm loving the outpouring of love that we're seeing around Taylor and I'm not loving the outpouring of speculation. Yep. That's the part I have a problem with. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's so, angering at a very deep level for me. Yeah. I think that we should focus on the fact that he was a, a I saw one tweet that said he loved being a rock star. And he was one of the few rock stars who obviously loved being a rock star and the world loved him for it. And he just emitted such joy. Yep. And that, that really is it, you know. And I think that we could all learn a lot from that. And also that we never know what's going on in somebody's life. Or how much time we have left with these people that we love or our own lives. And we just need to <clears throat> live in the moment a lot better. Tell people that we love them and appreciate them and their art and their work while they're here. And, you know, I hope that and I think that Taylor felt the love while he was with us. Mm -hmm. And that brings me a lot of comfort. I hope I think that brings a lot of people some comfort. But it's uh, it doesn't necessarily make it easier. So I think there's a lot to to learn in a very uh, learn from example in a very positive way from his life and legacy. And yeah. uh, gone too soon. I'm mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. His drumming's got me through. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but I should say I didn't have a lot of posters of drummers, pictures of drummers on my walls, but I had pictures of Taylor Hawkins on my wall. So anyways, uh, screw everybody who's speculating and as if it's going to make a difference. It's so. not, but people like people get are screwed. naturally curious. Just leave, keep it to your damn self and just, yep. Don't be a, don't be a dick. Exactly. And so. it wasn't the fucking COVID vaccine. Grinding my gears. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Oh, well, no. My tab. I closed it. Why don't we... Um... Pivot? 
Well, uh, March was Women's History Month, and we didn't really talk about it very much. I think we did talk about it a little bit. A little bit, but not as much as I probably should have. Well, you know, we talked about marketing a little bit. We (laughs) talked... Women are history! (laughs) (laughs) What? Women are the future? Why isn't it Women's Future Month? Oh my god. (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) I said that like the most like annoying, like... Possible douchey voice possible. Now that I think about it, actually, I don't hate that. But we're speculating on women's futures. <laughs> okay, there we go. Bring it, bringing it back full circle. Bringing it back, bringing it back. Yeah, I'm uh, investing this like a uh, women's based ETF because they're the future. Yeah, we're minting right. NFTs of women. <laughs> <laughs> I so we can why. own women once again. Oh. <laughs> You're not, if you're not actually owning the women, you're owning an the NFT. The idea of the woman. Of, it's a link that points to an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Isn't that literally what Hit Piece was arguing? That it wasn't stealing because it wasn't actually selling the music. It was selling a link that pointed to the music, like as the Spotify or something. I don't know. I think that's what they were arguing, which is essentially arguing that NFTs are a scam. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Um, friend of the show, Hillary B. Jones, who is, is a wonderful human being. Um, hi, Hillary. Hi, Hillary. Uh, has her own podcast called the Midriff Podcast, that you shall uh, go subscribe to right Indeed. this moment. Big fan. Like, pause this episode right now. Click away. You might not go have find to. It. You, might not, you actually, you probably don't have to. Pause this episode to okay, go. Okay, that's fair. You Keep can, listening, I, I think but you can start multitask. typing. I have faith that you can multitask. There we go. That's <laughs> that's better. Uh, I'm incapable. Um, I just I, I will start a task and then stop and start another task and then stop and start another task and it's like in a course of 45 seconds. Rick's the same I, way. Yeah. Rick can't listen to me talk and like do a thing. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, why are you like staring at me instead of like. I don't know, hammering a nail. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do the both of things. I don't know what to do with my hands. This just feels yeah. more natural. <laughs> All right. Um, well, the Midriff right. Podcast, Hillary. She uh, made a list uh, called Diversity in Music Gear Resource List. Um, it's a living list, which means you can submit other brands. Uh to this list, but it's it's a running list of effects pedals, um, luthiers, demo artists <laughs> that are basically not cishet white men. Yep. Which is kind of the like perceived default. Bolt. Yep. Pre- let's just say perceived default in the industry. So, um, oh my god, my allergies. <clears throat> So, like, the list has, like, some great pedal companies, including friends of the show, Heather Brown Electronicals, Low Sounds, Recovery Effects, Dogman Devices, Maris. I have my Polyman right here. There you go. Uh, Earthquaker, Native Audio, Big Ear, uh, Death by Audio, and uh, some Demonic Machines. I love Demonic Machines. So, like, it's just such a great list. So, if you're looking to support like a diverse group of humans. This is a great mm-hmm. starting place. It's also especially great- with it being tax return season. Eh. 
I'm not getting one of those. Never do. <clears throat> if you get tax returns and you like to um, spend them instead of doing other things with that money, do it here. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I like to make try to to make it so that I either owe a little bit of money or get a zero tax return because I don't like giving the government a free loan. Mm. Ah, hit the desk again. Um, guitar luthiers, including Tuna Tone, Dismal Axe, Cal Brand, Rever- Reverend Guitars. Interesting. I didn't know that about Reverend Guitars. But they're basically either. defining the brands as like a woman has to at least be a part owner. Right. So that's fast. That's great. Cindy Guitars. Nicole Olazanak, friend of that's a friend of the show. Indeed. Hi, Nicole. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. Yes. Demo artist for the first one. Hey. <laughs> you got Megan L. and Sulikowski, working class music. Pedal Friends, that's Joan. Oh, uh, we got <clears throat> Devin Blue Whitaker. Emily, oh, which also friend of the show. Emily Hopkins. Emily Harpkins. Harpkins. So many friends. Oh, I just love looking at this list and being like, I love these people. Right. That makes me feel good about like what we've been doing in, in a way. Like. 100%. Yeah. And some retailers like Fanny's. Friend of the show. So if you want to go for like a double credit, buy something from one of the brands listed above from one of the retailers listed towards the bottom. Extra credit. Stumpbox Sonic. I didn't know that about them. Wow. I follow them on Twitter, on Instagram. Or TikTok. I don't know. But it's just such a great list. I really love it. Shop. I'm looking at their website now. Shop do 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 shop. Anyways, uh, it's a great list. Uh, highly recommend. Yeah, and you can and, find that but, at oh, the Hillary B. Jones website. Yes, Hillary B. Jones website. What I'd also like to encourage people is that it's a living list. So if you don't, especially if you feel bad, like you're like, oh, I don't have any money to spend right now. Like that's okay. Go submit a name. Like help help Hillary put together this list. Find names of brands that meet the criteria mm-hmm. and submit them. There's a submit uh, submission form. And the brands and, that are on the list, like, follow, join their email list, uh, tell people about them, yeah. uh, subscribe to their Share their, their stuff channels. in social media. Yeah. Like there are lots of ways to support folk that aren't financial. It's called like amplifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Use your platform to give... Uh, power to the voices of others. Yes. Yes. Even if you don't have a ton of followers, you are a micro nano influencer of your own little group of humans. Remember that mm-hmm. you have more influence and power than you think you do. Yep. It, it influence, you know, it doesn't have to be like thousands of people. It could be three. That's true. And well, the reason why I know that that's the case is MLMs. <laughs> This is also true, but this is not an MLM. This is not an MLM, no. This oh is like, God. this is the the word of mouth. 
don't underestimate the impact that you could have. Yeah, there's a reason brands spend a lot of money for like big brands spend a lot of money on word of mouth marketing. Yep. And actually big brands are spending more money on smaller influencers than the bigger influencers because they work better. People it's trust the, their friends more. Yep. Exactly. It's amazing. So, yeah. So that's the plug. That is that, the plug. Uh, sincere thank you to Hillary for putting this together. Yes, I put like something similar together years ago, and I just haven't updated it. So this is better than my list. Thank you. It's a good list. Yeah, great list. Yeah. That's all I've got uh, for this week. Uh, Anything else? No, that's all I got. I want to end on a positive note. I want to end on a uh, a reminder that we have impact on this world, whether we know it or not, and be a part of that. Be a good part of that. I, you know, I'm into it. Um, for everybody out there, we have um, a Patreon, patreon.com slash get offset. Please rate review on iTunes. Something nice, please. That'd be nice. Preferably. Ideally. But not required. No, not, well, no. I want you to be honest. And y'all usually are. <laughs> Indeed. Indubitably. Um, you can subscribe on Spotify. Uh, we got merch at getoffsetpodcast.com slash shop and uh, thanks for watching thanks for listening thanks for understanding until next time my name is Emily and my name is Andrew goodbye bye